What's going on, people? This is Mr. Pod with the Mr. Pod Podcast, and I'm back with another episode, and I got none other than a very special guest, man. This guy, he's a legend, man. He's a legend. You know what I mean? He's been doing it for years, and I got none other than DJ Kane, man. What's going on, DJ Kane? Well, uh, <clears throat> I want to thank you for the invitation. Um, you know, any kind of press or any kind of uh, podcast or radio or TV, it's always good whether it's one person listening or two. That's two people that didn't hear you before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's always a, a blessing to be able to come and do something like that. But I appreciate you. And, uh, you know, right now we just um, uh, I was on the Cumbia King tour. We had the reunion tour up in Mexico um, and we did uh, we had about 200 shows, man, in the last four years. We've done about 200 shows. Um, and, you know, we've just been working until the pandemic hit. You know, we have to come and rewind and, and gather ourselves and come back. But for the most part, we've been working. Thank you, Jesus. We've been working. And uh, all the fans uh, are still there. They've never left, bro. They never left. Now you got the, the grandma, and then you got the, uh, then you got the daughter, and then you got the, the kid. You know what I mean? So yeah. there are three generations out there, and they're supporting Kumia King still. And it's just amazing, man. So that's what we've been doing pretty much. And been in here in the studio, locked up in the studio, making some, uh, you know, some pr producing some music. So just been getting, just been staying busy, my brother. That's it. Yeah, man. I, I've been, uh, I've been following you, man. Like I said, ever since, uh, uh, you know, like I became a fan of, you know, Cumbia Kings and then DJ Kane, you know, and I've been following you, man. And, and you're always on your grind. That's what I've been seeing that lately that you like, <laughs> you're just doing yeah, like, story, a, yeah. oh, bro. <laughs> I like are you doing like I can't, a, I can't do it no more. Are you doing like a like a like a reunion type tour right now or or it's just like you just yeah, go out there? Yeah, you know, it was yeah, it was um we started off we we're gonna do three shows in 2017 and those three shows ended up being packed. So the booking agents over there were like, yo, y'all should try to do this again. So we ended up trying to do it again and, and we brought more of the guys we had majority of the of the uh of the members were there the only one that wasn't there was frankie j uh peewee showed up uh slim al just frankie j and baby drew probably the only ones that that didn't come to that uh reunion tour but uh you know we had a whole new band up there there's about 20 guys up on stage and then you have the faces in the front which would be me and alex and panji and Mino some of the originals there. So, but, um, you know, it, it was, it's amazing, man, how the crowd, how the fans are still there, bro. They no Sim Yeah. They don't go, bro. They, they stay there and they're, I mean, it's, it's 25 years later. You know what I'm saying? You would think that, you know, after all the bullshit, cause there's a bunch of bullshit, you know, when you have AB and you have crews and you have us and you have, you know, and everybody's fighting and, and they got Kumbia All-Stars and you got DJ Kane and you got K1 and you got Nano Soda. You know what I'm saying? It's like too much bullshit for the fans to, to really put their head around. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that because it's hard for me to fucking put my, my head around it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's too much shit. So you don't even want to say if something bad's happening within the group, you don't even want to say it to the press because everybody's tired of the shit already. So, you know, it's uh, for the fans to still be there after all that kind of, you know, separations and the ab going through this and the crew's going through that and us going through you're just a bunch of shit 
and they're still there. So they're the fans are man. You got to give it to the Gumbia King fans. They don't play. They they don't play, man. There's number love, and uh, you know we want to give it back. We want to give it back to uh to the fans. That's what we do it for. You know what I'm saying? People could say it's money and this and that. It's it's not as much as you think. You know we don't go out there and go crazy. It's just enough. You know to feed our families and be gone away from home because now we're grown. You know what I'm saying? Back then we we're kids. One kid, 20, 21 years old. We didn't matter where we were. Now you know you have families at home, so we try to get back to that. And um, so you know we do what we got to do. But yeah, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Thank you to all the fans of the Kumi Kings and DJ Kane and and uh, that are still there supporting. Man, that's a beautiful thing. Hell yeah, man! And that's one question I was gonna ask is you went back, right? And and how does it feel? now that you're uh like i said that you said 20 20 plus years later and you perform the old songs with the with the old group can you guys still like how do you guys feel like you're like damn like we can't do it no more you know yeah if it you know what if it was dead and uh, if it was a dead show and stuff like that and, and people weren't jamming and dancing and they're just looking at us like dummies or something then I would probably be like, yeah, this is it. You know, you can't do it no more type stuff. But the fans are yelling. They're running. They're running after the buses. They're climbing up the poles in the hotel rooms. There's like 100 and 200 people outside the hotel. So it's it's like it feels amazing for the fact that, wow, 25 years later, you still got 13-year-old uh 15-year-old kids watching the show. You got little kids that are about 10 years old putting this line I used to put under my face. Yeah. And they'll be there with the beanie and they put little tape under their eye and, and they're only like nine years old. Yeah. And they're looking at me like, wow, you know. And then you have grown men that are there like, yo, man, I idolize you. That They have no shame. They're just straight up. And uh, can you hear, can you see me? Okay. Yeah. I, I got to charge my stuff, man. Did I lose you? No, I'm good. I'm I'm still here. Okay, so so yeah, so so the coming back was uh thank you Jesus that it was a it was a success. But you know, as of yesterday, I think it was the day before yesterday, uh we've announced and once again we're not doing it for uh we're not doing it because we're fighting or anything. It's just what it is. He, you know, Cruz has his own thing going on. AB has his own thing going on. They own the names. We don't own the names, so we don't want to go and continue building somebody's stuff for them to have it. So what we're doing is we want to do it for the fans. We want to because they what they're doing is everybody's asking and Frankie J and where's Baby Drew and where, I thought it was a reunion. How come they're not there? And I have no explanation for it for the fact that every time I bring it up to Cruz or you know the owner of Scooby Kings, they're like, ah, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get them, and I'm like, yo, that's that's part of the the whole Kings. That's what the what the uh, fans want to see. But it was working without it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was working. They didn't even care who was up there. We have four new dancers that are younger, and we put them up in the front. You know, of course, I'm singing and dancing, but we have a couple of, of young cats there for the for the girls, and you know, they end up falling in love with them, and it's a whole brand new generation. But a lot of the fans wanted to see the real Gumia Kings. And the thing is, we went, we, we did that tour for that. We did the tour so that people can go and see, you know, their old crushes is what it is. It's Frankie J, you got DJ Kane, you got Baby Drew, you got Pee Wee over there, you got, and it's just, it was none of, it was none of them. It was just about five of us. 
which is cool that they still they're still jamming and you know you got the main vocals there so you hear it once they see you know me right there in the front singing and i turn around and say ah tension and they see that they say oh automatically that's that's them yeah that's them so you know it went like that for four years but nothing ever moved um i just started to see some of the guys go some of the originals go so you know it was time for for everybody to do their little thing so we decided to all come together since you know the owners of the Gumi Kings didn't want to get all the originals they wanted to stay with that budget uh, with all the new guys I guess so with us we might not have a big budget like Gumi Kings and you know maybe not like that name but we are the originals and we we don't need it you know what I'm saying and we, we all have our own little thing and we're going to do it for the fans so that's what we're doing man it's we got you know Frankie J uh, you got all the originals from the first generation and then you had the Nando's and on the they might come and then maybe some of the guys that are there now. So, you know, it's it's just uh if you go look at my page, DJ Kane Online, and you go look at uh, Alex Ramirez's page, you'll see every day we're putting uh a new one of the members like old school. Yesterday, Drew, we showed Drew. Uh baby Drew used to be the peewee of our era. Yeah. And he used to get all the yells. They used to love him. Drew is official, slim, Nino and uh alex and then today tonight they uh we're gonna get another one that we put another one in there it could be frankie it could be abel it could be you never know you gotta go look at our page and you'll see hell yeah man and uh it's like, crazy though right it's crazy yeah man it's, too much bullshit it's crazy man, King, because, God, it's like god damn but and 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 you're one of the ones man that i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure the other ones too but like you're one of the ones that's been really like holding it down all these years, man. Cause you know, you, you've been, you've been keeping the name alive in, in a certain way, you know, even though you weren't on the, on the, on the group no more, you kind of still kept it alive for the fans. Well, you know, the thing is, the thing is as bad as like, for instance, you know, you got, you got uh, Selena, you know, imagine, I come from the hood. I'm from 19th Street, Corpus Christi, Texas. You go look it up. That's where I'm from. That's where I lived at. I got shot when I was uh, 17 years old. I was a gang member, active gang member, gang member. And uh, I got shot when I was 17. So after I got shot, that's when I kind of realized, like, yo, I started doing music. Started doing. I started rapping and a bunch of the uh, parties down there in Corpus. <clears throat> and then, um, you know, we got to get... Uh, I was playing in a reggae band one time and AB ended up getting me. It was a year after Selena passed away and he asked me, yo, can you, uh, I need a lead vocalist for my group. So I got into the group, I did my thing there. So, uh, you know, that's filling some big ass shoes. Cause I went to his house. Remember we didn't have, we only had pagers, bro. Yeah. But at that time we had the page at the car. Yo, what's up? Is it AB bro? Can you think you can make it to my house? I didn't have a car, so I had to borrow one of my homies' car and pull up. I pull up to this big old mansion and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Where? I go in there and I don't even know Spanish. So yeah. he tells me, he tells me to sing Donde quiera que estés a mi lado. Barrio Boys and Selena. So imagine that feeling right there. Uh I sing it, flying colors, bro. I didn't know Spanish, but I was able to sing it and read it. That was the craziest thing that ever happened to me. I don't know how that happened, but it did. And uh, after that, so I'm, I'm on stage. You got her husband to the right of me. You got A.B. to the left of me playing bass. You got her dad in the front over there 
running the sound. So big shoes to fill, my brother. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's Selena. I'm like, the family's expecting a little bit. So I had to bring it. I had to bring that shit. And so when I brought, I brought the shit that, that makes the Cumbia Kings because the Cumbia Kings, we can do anything from we can, we can sing, I can reggae, I can do rap, I can do it in English and Spanish. So we were, there was no boundaries. So Cumbia Kings, you could, the first track will have, it'll be like a, a reggaeton cumbia trap and the second one will be a ballad and the third one will be, you know, pop. So it expand the horizon. So at the beginning, they would put like, hell, uh, DJ Kane, Cumbia Kings. And I would be in the front. I was in the first album, the second album, I'm in the front and they're around me. So AB did that, you know, AB was like, yeah, man, you know, that's you, you know, do the thing. He wasn't, you know, about you go over here, get up there on this side. He put me right in the middle because, you know, that's the way it was at the, at the beginning. But once it starts, you start growing and you see fans and fans, they kind of, okay, you got to move to the back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they can never take away from me, my brother, is that I sang all those hits. I, I sang all the hits. I'm humbled about it. I'm humble. I don't go around saying, yeah, there's me, there's me. I don't, I don't, I'm not like that. I don't. I never pull up. If nobody knows me at a club, I don't pull up and say, hey, you know who I am. And if they don't notice me, they don't notice me. I get in. I pay like everybody. Else. Like, that's just me being humble. And I guess God put me in that position because in this position, it's very easy not to be humble. It's very easy to be a a dick, shall I say, if, you know, lead vocalist, and you worked with Ricky Martin, you worked with Vico C, you worked with Intocable, you worked with a lot of people, big artists, you'd be able to walk like, I don't want to talk, but I'm humble. And the thing that they cannot take away from me, A.B., Cruz, Abraham, is I sang those songs, bro. My name will always be attached to Cumbia Kings. Always. Okay. It's always going to be attached to it from when they die, when I die, after that, my kids, everybody, it's only said that's the Gumia King guy. Because my face was in all the front of all the videos. I wasn't on the CD right in the front. Like, you know, and you can't take it. So that's why they continue to keep the name alive. Because when I when I'm doing it, I'm singing the songs. AB and Cruz could they were gone for a while. I was still out here doing my thing. I was still, you know, trying to get on Facebook or MySpace and still moving, you know, I had my team moving. So I kept the name relevant because I would still go sing the songs. It wasn't big crowds like Gumi Kings, but as a solo artist, I would go to the clubs and I would still keep the name alive. And that's probably why you see it like that. You know what I'm saying? Is yeah. because we kept it alive like that. But that's one thing that they can't take away from me is they're always going to label me the Gumi King guy. And that's why the name stays alive because I ain't, I can't stop moving. This is what I do for a living. So I got to keep it moving, baby. Hey, and, um, that the one of the biggest hits you have is uh when y'all did it uh the song the fuiste mala with intocable how, how was that man like what was your your reaction when you started getting all that you know all that peak man that high peak because intocable they were they were big man you know what i mean at that time actually actually check this out truth be told intocable at the time they had they had a coqueta and la coqueta then and when I did la coqueta, they had that song. They weren't, we had we had already had Azuquita. We had just came out with that. So we started at the same time. Yeah. But before the Fuiste Mala, before Intocable got on it, it was a uh, Lupe Esparza from Bronco. Mm. So he was the one, he did it first. He recorded it 
with me, we recorded it. And then due to uh, record labels, because we were Capital and, and uh, Lupe Esparza and Bronco, they're with Sony. Mm. So they didn't let that happen. Even though we recorded already, they didn't let it come out. So we had to go with somebody that was in EMI, which was in Tocable. And so that Fuiste Mala blew them up too, because that song went skyrocket number one. It was for with a bullet for like six months. It still is today. Yeah. It's got about 70 million views on the video. It's, I mean, it's just, it moves by itself. Anywhere we go, they sing the shit out of it. So, uh, yeah, at first it was Bronco, and then it was uh, Ricky Munoz from Intocable. But he made the song too, man, because all the accordion parts, He's just a beast. That's a good friend of mine, man. Big shout out to uh, to Ricky Munoz, man. Good, good people. Hell yeah, man. And um, uh, I was gonna ask you: Did you ever get like like you said earlier, like how you started with AB? Like, did you ever get any kind of shade? You know, because you know, because uh, of Selena and say it again. I'm sorry. Did you ever get like any kind of shade? You know how you say you started with AB. You know that, that you said that they, they, those were big shoes to fill. Like, did you ever get? Oh yeah, yeah. Like when I went solo. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. So this day, to this day, you know, uh, first uh, they used to send me papers saying not to sing, like law papers saying not to sing the songs. Uh, you're not allowed to sing the songs and blah, blah, blah. Bro, there's cover bands all over the world that even name themselves Metallica Tribute Band. Yeah. You know, Spasmatics. You got uh, Journey Tribute Bands. Today, that is so normal. If I want to say I'm a Cumbia King Tribute Band, I could say that shit. As long as I don't say I'm the Cumbia Kings, I could say I'm the former vocalist of the Cumbia Kings, And you could put Kumi Kings big, <laughs> put my name little if you want, but as long as it says former. And so with that being said, but I never do that because I'll be lying to the fans saying that's Kumi Kings. So I don't want to do that, but the promoters always do that. So when the promoters do that, you get the phone calls from, it could be Abraham or whoever from the office and say, yo, y'all need to take that, you need to take that down. Uh, the Kumi, former Lee Bokers, the Kumi Kings. Everybody gets scared because it's Abraham calling. And so they're going to be like, oh, shit, you know, I got to fucking. But in reality, they can't do shit. 25 years, they can never touch it. If I'm the former lead vocalist of the Kumi Kings, let them, let them say that, bro. It's a little club you're calling. If it was a stadium and I was setting out 50 countries and 50 cities, and I'm setting out 10, tens of thousand people from them using former lead vocalists, then, okay, I understand. But a little club? I ain't bothering nobody. If the promoter needs to use that to fill some clubs up because they don't know who DJ Kane is, they know of the Kumia Kings. Oh, that's him. So let the promoters do their thing, dog. You don't, you don't call them for a fucking club that fits 800 people. But I've gotten shade like that forever, bro. And, and that's why I say they're never going to be able to take that away from me. They're always going to label me the Kumia King guy because I'm the singer. I'm the, I wasn't, you can't, What they don't understand is Cruz, A.B., Abraham, all those guys. They can't take that away from me, bro. I don't tell them to do it. I don't yeah. say, put that, put that. No, they do it themselves. The, the promoters, don't tell me, don't send me papers, because I ain't the one doing it. You know what I'm saying? But it's been shade for a long time. Matter of fact, 
um, since because Cruz has those Cumbia Kings now, we kind of uh, we're doing our own thing, the originals and getting for the fans and all that. But um, he was sending papers because we were putting hashtags of Cumbia Kings, bro. You can't do hashtags. Nobody, <laughs> the whole world does hashtags. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody does hashtags. So from them even calling our camp and saying they, you know, the lawyers are going to trip out because y'all are putting hashtag Kumbia Kings. Anybody can put fucking hashtags of Kumbia Kings, bro. Who's that's like a, like she's, he's telling a kid to scare us that we're going to get sued if we use a Kumbia Kings. Yeah. But if you hashtags, you could, man, you have, so you're going to tell me everybody in the world can hashtag Kumbia Kings except the Kumbia Kings. Spin that whole. People are crazy, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they're crazy, crazy bro I'm, I'm serious and here we are humbly we're yeah. not making no money off a hashtag why 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 are they worried about that you know what i'm saying just let us do our thing we let man we're not fighting we don't we have no problems we love everybody just let us do our thing and, and we, we let everybody you know what i'm saying and, so and I, uh, yes the, the 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 answer is yes bro we get shade all the time i was gonna ask unless you you're with them yeah I was gonna ask you too that uh man you're 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 a singer man you're you're a rapper you're a producer you you produce your own beats you know what i mean and and that's crazy man like yeah a little bit I, of everything and a lot, a lot of people like like i said now i think we're in the era where like the fans can know more about the about the the artists you know what i mean because all artists. this stuff, yeah all the stuff yeah you know now, it's it's yeah, as, as like a producer and a melody maker and all that, um, it's, it's difficult when you produce and, and melodies and stuff because your mind goes crazy because you don't even know what kind of song to do. I could be doing a cumbia and then a melody comes with a reggae and then I'm going to rap on it and then I want to sing on it and it just drives you crazy. So it's, it's beneficial in certain areas, but sometimes it could drive you crazy because you hear all, with one song, with a couple like these. It just runs crazy just with that. You know what I mean? Okay. It's weird. But uh but but I'm 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 blessed to be able to do all that. So are are you working on a on a album right now, uh, solo album, or you're just like <clears throat> yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, we have a project with me and Frankie J. Uh, we're gonna start working on an album. I just released a song called "Si Te Vas" with Desigual from uh, <clears throat> Monterrey, Mexico, uh, from Cerca Music. I just released that video. I just released another video with O.C. Bianchin and. Uh, uh, it's, it's called, uh, what was it called? God damn it. I've done so many, I have like seven out right now. Or with the MC magic too, me and MC magic are doing a song. Um, it's called Oportunidad and that song right now, I just threw it out <clears throat> without doing promotion or anything. And, and it went up to 400 K. Thank God it moved by itself. So, and that's the first song I produced like right here by myself since the pandemic, I got this equipment. And I learned because I'm used to having, I produce, but I'm having, used to having somebody here run the shit because I don't know how, how I run my own shit. I do everything by myself. I got my little booth right there, right oh, behind yeah. us, you know what I'm saying? 
And I just go in, lock myself in here for a couple of days, and I uh, see what comes out. I think we could probably uh, show a little something here. I have something here. I don't even know what it is, but I can press play and see what it is. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Everybody call Alan, see what it is. He's not gonna know when it's not gonna be. He's not gonna be pulling on me when he's lonely. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking radio shit. Hell yeah, man. That's that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything though. And uh, I was gonna ask you, uh, I don't know if people I would definitely, it depends on what what question he asks or what he wants to do. Like if would, if the advice I would give to him if he was talking about music. Yeah, uh, like music, be, like like he comes up to you and be like, DJ Kane, I, I want to do what you do, man. Like what, what advice would you give me? I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so what I would say is, look, the, the hardest thing in life, what I tell my kids to, the hardest thing in life is to, set a goal to set a goal is a motherfucker because when you're a kid you think oh, i want to be a scientist i want to be a fire engine i want to be a doctor i want to be a teacher but when you really get to that point you're stuck you're like uh not a lot of people 70 percent of the kids <clears throat> they don't know what they want yeah. even until they get to college they're like fuck i guess i'll go for business because it's four years or i guess now they have animation uh, some of them want to go for doctors, but it's very difficult. A lot of times you'll find a kid like, well, I didn't know, you know, I, my, I wanted to go for my major for this, but I ended up going for this. You kind of get, you kind of get lost because you, now you're at, now you're at a, your back's against the wall and you have to go to college. You're going to go to college. Your parents want you to go, but you need to find what's going to be your trade. And so I, I will tell them that first is set a goal. Uh, you definitely set your goal. Try to try to set your goal of what you really want to be. If you want to be a singer, hey, you go be that singer. You do that. Just remember, not everybody makes it. Like if I was telling my daughter or my kids, not everybody makes it. You don't make it. You can, but you can always have it there as a hobby. Go to school, finish school, and see where that takes you. You know, and if the music is there, if your music is going to take you. It'll be there by the time you're 18 and you'll know. You'll know how talented you are. You'll know if you're making movement and you, you'll know, you know what I'm saying? I quit school when I was 10 years old. I mean, 10 years old, in 10th grade, so for music. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's that'll be the probably the main thing would be, you know, if you wanna, you just set your goal first and, and try to figure out what you wanna do in life when you hit a certain age. But for right now, if you're six years old, seven years old asking me that, you know what you have here's my advice go be a kid and have a good time with life and listen yeah. to your parents and don't be doing drugs and go to school all the good stuff uh but set a goal you got to set that goal man and, and i think nowadays it's very important I, if it was me i would put in school like taxes you know when you get a certain age your taxes and your your credit yeah. You don't know that those are the most important things that they don't teach you in fucking life, bro, in school. When yeah. you get a certain age, you mess up your credit or your taxes. That's the most important thing in life. 
And yeah. that right there, bro, you need to, they, they need to put that in schools, bro, because we don't need to be learning no goddamn shit about, uh, I don't know, cutting a frog open. Show them, show them how to goddamn, we don't need to know what's inside of a toad. We need to know how, what we can get if we don't have good credit, if it's not above a 70 or, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's very important uh, to learn about that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I just have a bunch of different different thoughts when it comes to that, when it comes to a kid asking me a question, because there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that you could tell them that they'll never know until they hit 18 or something. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even think parents feel like teaching their kids about taxes and shit, but it's important, bro. That's just crazy. Yeah. And uh, another question is, I know that the games change a lot, man. So is it harder for you to, when you put out music nowadays, you know, now that the streams and all that shit, like, is it harder for you? Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I was used to being with a label all my life, uh, all my career. I was with Capitol Records and EMI, <clears throat> um, then Universal. So, like, for me, I was used to it. I wasn't used to the... the the grinding by myself. I was used to them saying, okay, we had a press run in Miami. You're going to stay there for two weeks. You're going to do go to the La Flaca. You're going to do the Fiesta de America. You're going to do Acho TV. I used to have it like that. Yeah. So when I don't, didn't have a label and they started going to streaming, I started like, oh, what the fuck? What, okay. I have to figure out, okay, how does this shit work? Where can you make money at? There's a lot of different ways to make money in streaming. A lot. YouTube. There's Spotify. You can get money just from your voice being on it, just from your voice. You don't, you don't have to be the writer of the song or the publisher of the song. You Just you performing the song on the album, you get money off that. There's like a different, there's a bunch of different uh, outlets that you need to look for when you're in, in this game. So, but the way it changed is now, now kids are doing songs two minutes. They're doing a one month, every month they're throwing it out. But what that's creating, that's creating no legacy. That's mm -hmm. not creating, like you get a journey hit or Kumia Kings, we have hits, classics. They call them classics because they're still going. Now, we used to throw shit out every three months. That's the way we did it, the old school. Every three months, and they'll last for six months sometimes. These kids are throwing it, and every month they're coming out with a new song. You don't even know what's what. Yeah. So they don't even create classics anymore two minutes of song and uh and you you once you start hearing it, oh, oh and they change it to another one so that's why in the past like eight years there's been no classics there's no more classics they don't make them like that because songs are coming out too quick from the artists they don't let you soak on it and fill it i think the last one is probably bruno mars he's the only one that that works it that way everybody else is throwing every month bro they're throwing out two minutes song so it's not even, you know what I'm saying? So it, it switched up on my ass, but there's a lot of ways to make money now. And there's ways, like, I don't have too, too many on my Facebook because you know, I wasn't active like that until now. But I have about a good, and I had a glitch, I have about a good 300K on, maybe half a million on all of it, TikTok and everything. But that's my TV. That's my TV program. That's how I get my shit out. <clears throat> and with that being said, you don't need, like nowadays, let's say somebody want back in the day, AB, AB and them used to try to block me from going to Mexico and all that. Say, you know, back in the day. Now you can't do that. You can't block me now because I have my own shit. I have my own streaming. Let them share it. It's going to be everywhere. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's that's the the blessing of it is you being able to have your your own TV show, but you gotta work. You gotta work your social media. It's a job. You do your Facebook, you do your TikTok, you do your fucking your Instagram, your personal page. You got to do it every day, every day. You're supposed to post three times a day when you're an artist on each. So then they have it chained up. So my face, I do one on my Jason channel. It goes to my DJ Kane online. It goes to my Instagram and my TikTok. Just one time I post because I got it all chained up. Yeah. <clears throat> when you have that like blue check, you get a little extra shit you can do. And then my wife just goes in on that shit. So, but that the blessing of, of today's society when it comes to music man because back in the day it's out the trunk let's go i don't know tape like cd you know what i'm saying grind street teams hell yeah you know, now you can do that shit from your phone hell yeah man that's what's up man uh chinga man uh, like i said uh you're a legend man and and here in the in my thank show, you my I brother said, here in my show like i said i mean uh i that's why i, I I bring you guys here because a lot of people, a lot of new fans don't know about DJ Kane. You know what I mean? Most of us, we know a little bit about your history, but most the new ones, they don't know. So they, they come to the show and they're like, oh, shit. Like, exactly. I, I didn't know DJ Kane did this. I didn't know DJ, you know what I mean? And and mo- first of all, most of all, giving you your flowers, man. Like I said, keep doing what you're doing. And, and like I said. Thank you, man, my brother. You're a legend, man. You're a legend. And you know, we, we got love for you. Thank you, my that. brother. Shit. I'm gonna keep it going as, as long as I as long as I'm alive, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it alive, you know. But I appreciate you. I appreciate I appreciate you, man. <clears throat> Next yeah, time man. maybe we'll get all the guys together. Hell yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully we could do that, like I said, and put you all, all together and stuff. You know what I mean? One I'll hit you up when I'm with them all together and we'll do it, most definitely. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate you one more time, DJ Kane. Like I said, All right, Mr. Park, appreciate doing, you, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Already, you. Ready, my brother. Much love. Yo, to any anybody y'all follow me, DJ Kane online. Much love. I'm still right here, baby. <laughs> one yeah. love. God bless, man. Yes, sir. Thank you.